Uh, we're going to be going to the book of Luke, chapter 18, and verses 19 through 14. We want to read for our text. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This is what it, this is what it reads. Also, he spoke this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you that I'm not like other men, extortionists, unjust, adulterers, and even this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all I possess. And the tax collector, standing afar off, would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. And God, add the blessings to your word today. Fathers, we come today, we thank you, and we praise you for the privilege to be in your house one more time. We ask, God, that you will speak to us these next few minutes as we attempt to minister, God, the word of life. Strengthen us, encourage us, God. Give us the wisdom that we need in this day and hour in which we live. And in the mighty name of Jesus, let the church say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. You can be seated, praise the Lord. I think everybody recalls this story and this parable that Jesus spoke. He spoke a lot by parables, uh, and that's how he did most of his teaching. Amen. It's through parables. And uh, through this parable that we're going to speak from this morning, I want to speak to you on this subject titled, The Folly of the Loud and the Proud. The folly of the loud and the proud. Hallelujah. Amen. Just cut this thing off and we will, we will go otherwise. We're having a lot of difficulties with that this morning. I think every, I think at one time or the other that we all have run into some people who would fall in the category of being loud and proud. Hallelujah. These people feel as if the world would stop turning if they was to get off of it. Hallelujah. They have a tendency to either hurt your feelings or just simply drive you crazy by their self-serving demeanor. Amen. They think that they are the star of the show but are blinded by the glow of their own halo to see how other people really view them. But seriously speaking, the sad part of this story is that they cannot see the wall that they are building between themselves and God. In fact, the scriptures indicate that God keeps his distance from those who are proud. Now, they don't have this one on the screen, but Psalms 138 and 6 says, Though the Lord be high, yet he respects the lowly, but the proud he knows afar off. So God keeps his distance from those, 
amen, that life is, is surrounded through pride. Now, you would think that we wouldn't have a problem like that in the church of Jesus Christ. But unfortunately, being prideful is in some people's nature. And even after coming to the Lord or coming to the Christ, Christ, they got a problem taking self down from the throne of their heart. Come on now. Now let's think about that just for a minute. We can all come up with things which we think about that can rule and reign in people's life. Things that, that uh, uh, sits on the throne of people's heart. But I firmly believe today, uh, amen, that the biggest problem that most people have, amen, is dethroning their self from the throne of their heart. God can't take control. God can't bless them like God wants to bless them because they're always getting in the way. Hallelujah. Amen. And we have got to learn to deal with that situation. And I'm hoping and praying that through the course of the message that I want to share with you today, amen, and talking about the folly of the loud and proud, amen, that we will even take a look at ourselves to make sure that the Spirit does, that this Spirit doesn't reign in our heart. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that God, amen, He is nigh to those, amen, that's of a broken and contrite spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Also, the Word of God. God says one of the things, amen, that we'll focus on in this last day is with all the other things that's going on, amen, that people would be heady and high-minded. Come on now. Hallelujah. Amen. And we have got to learn, amen, to amen, to focus ourselves, amen, to where Jesus, amen, is center stage. Just a few weeks ago, amen, we was doing teaching on Wednesday night about worship, amen, and we talked about it in one of our lessons how that in true real real worship that the focus in the service should be on the Lord not on ourselves amen that's what true uh, worship should focus on hallelujah but I want to talk just a little bit about this today and and, and bear with us as we move along in the message I want to talk to you on some on two certain areas amen about the, the, the folly of the loud and the proud number one they love to inflate their deeds, but deflate others. Think about that. They love to inflate their deeds, but deflate others. Jesus says in Luke here that we read in our text, chapter 18 and verse 11, The Pharisees stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you that I'm not like other men, extortionists, unjust, adulterers, or even as this tax collector. You see, church, the self-righteous spirit always embraces the notion that he or she, whichever the, or the situation may be, is God's favorite son or daughter. I've, I've seen Small children get together in, in a family, some brothers and sisters, and they all will want to say, you know, well, 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 mom or daddy likes me better. And all, and they they'll strike up um, an argument about that and, and all of those things. But, you know, the Bible says that God is no respecter of person. Amen? Amen. He is no respecter of person. Amen. But the people that we're talking about today, they take pride in their abilities. 
that take pride in their talent or in their accomplishment, all the while never recognizing or acknowledging the contribution that someone else makes. Hallelujah. Such people carry around an inflated ego, always exalting themselves, uh, amen, and condescending to others. Hallelujah. Amen. But you know what? The Word of God says that God takes, uh, amen, the foolish things, uh, amen, to confound the wise. Hallelujah. Amen. He uses those things. Uh, amen. The Word of God says that looks down its base uh, or lowly. Uh, amen. To work his mighty deeds with. Uh, amen. Look back over the Word of God. You know, I've had a lot of people tell me, say, well, I can't be used to God because I've got this issue, I've got that issue. Amen. Or something else. But if you go back and study the Word of God, just about everybody in the Word of God that God has used had some kind of imperfection. Just about everybody had some kind of imperfection. Moses was a stutterer. Couldn't talk plain. And he tried to use that as an excuse. Amen. To get out of doing what God wanted him to do. Amen. Everybody has some kind of imperfection. But God loves to use folks like that because he's looking for somebody to use that won't take his glory, that won't take the credit. Amen. That's what, amen, that we're focusing on. Amen today. Hallelujah. Amen. So, but there are some people who want to take pride, amen, in, in what they can do or what they have done, never recognizing uh, no one else. But there are two very important principles, amen, that the loud and the proud always seem to forget. And it would best to remember. The first thing is that no one possesses innate righteousness. In other words, you wasn't born with righteousness in you. I wasn't born with righteousness in me. Amen. It it didn't come natural to me. It didn't come natural to you. Romans chapter 3 verses 9 through 12 says, What then? Are we better than they? Not at all. Now Paul was talking here, amen, in the instance of the the Jews uh, and the Gentiles. And he says, What then? Are we better than they? Not at all. For we have previously charged both Jews and Greeks that they are all under sin. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. Think about that. There is none who understands. There is none who seeks after God. They all have turned aside. They have, gather, they have together become unprofitable. There is none who does good No, not one. And one translation that I read, that verse in says, not even one. So that that fact alone, church, should take away, amen, our uh, desire to try to, to glory about anything. Amen? Hallelujah. Because the good that we do, it only comes through Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul says, I am what I am because of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. And I like uh, uh, what uh, one past well-known 
uh, a minister of the gospel said as he was walking down the streets of Chicago and he saw the, uh, the, the wine old land in the gutter. Amen. And he said, Brother Bob, he says, there lies Dwight L. Moody except by the grace of God. Hallelujah. And that's what we all should focus on. Amen. We all start off on level ground at the foot of the cross. Can somebody say amen? So that's one very important principle that these uh, that folks, amen, that pride takes your life for seem to forget. The other thing is that all men have souls, thus they have value. This man that Jesus told the parable about, he didn't say he didn't think that that uh, that publican had any value whatsoever. Amen. He says, "I thank God that I'm not like this." Over here, I'm thankful that I, uh, I I'm above this and over here. Amen. Uh, considered his condition and all that. But Mark chapter eight verses thirty six and thirty seven. This is what it says about that. What shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Verse thirty seven. Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Amen. We should we should be able to uh, uh, to look look around what they are and what they can be through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Because I promise you one thing: before you come to the Lord, He didn't He did not look at you for what you was, but what you could be, or what you're going to be through Jesus Christ. Amen. And I'm so thankful today that that is the kind of God. That we're serving. Hallelujah. Everybody has value to their life. And we should treat everybody like they're a person of value. Amen. Not uh, There are some folks, uh, amen, will only give the time of day to those that they look and say, Hey, you know, I'm going to be nice to this one because this guy... You know, he, he's got a certain position that can help me, amen, or, 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 or what else. That's why another parable of Jesus spoke. He said, if you're going to have a gathering, if you're going to have a, 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 a big party or gathering or something, he said, don't just invite those, uh, amen, that can pay you back or can uh, and, and give back unto, or give unto those that can give unto you. He said, but he said, call, amen, all these, amen, that cannot give anything back to you whatsoever. My, hallelujah, that is what we focus on. Then the second point, amen, some folks, they love the spotlight and to take center stage. If they can't, uh, if they can't um, you know, uh, be, be number one, they're not going to be anything at all. Amen. And you know what makes things tick in a church? It's not, it's not the people up on the stage, but it's the prayer warriors. It's the prayer warriors in the congregation, amen, that sits in the shadows behind the spotlight, amen, that does the praying. I think about how many times, Lord of mercy, amen, years ago when I was just, uh, I would come in unannounced sometimes during, during the middle of the day and never, never in that little church, Brother Bobby, walking around the church, laying her hands on every, every pew, 
Amen. And praying over every pew and praying. Amen. And 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 it's it's things like that, amen, that make things happen and cause the Spirit of God, amen, to move. Hey, I want to I want to take you to Matthew chapter six and read verses one through six at this point. Hallelujah. Matthew six, one through six. Jesus says, Take heed that you do not uh, do your charitable deeds, or as uh, original King James says, do your alms or charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. You know, as I said, some people look for the spotlight for what they do. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet, before you as the hypocrite do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But, uh, but when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, that your charitable deed may be, be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. And when you pray... You shall be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in secret place. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Hallelujah. Amen. Such uh, words written there uh, from the Lord. Good works are admirable. And um, lending our time and our talents and our resources to the work of God is very needful in the kingdom of God. But those things, um, uh, number one, when, when you talk about
what did another verse say uh, that if they come to my mind? Jesus said, if I be lifted up, what would happen? Draw all men. Hallelujah. Church, when, when we start lifting up Jesus, when we start magnifying him, amen, that right there alone is going to be a drawing factor and a drawing force because the people are looking. I mean, somebody said something um, uh, this morning. I think it's in the sunshine class uh, when, when I come in. Uh, and uh, uh, maybe, maybe the comment from last, uh, last week that Brother Douglas was talking about uh, a particular Muslim person. You know, uh, there's a lot of things that's happening going on uh, in the world in the fall and, and, and example of the Muslims. Amen. Do you realize, amen, all through the Middle East, there are, there are hundreds and there are even thousands of Muslims that God is appearing to, amen, that is coming to the Lord. Man, I was, I was amazed and I thank God and I rejoice and I was blessed. Amen. I seen uh, 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 one day that there was, there was, a, there was, a, there was a move of God uh, uh, and I don't know exactly where over there in the Middle East. Should not let the uh, uh, the medium and others who try to focus on the extremism to cause a, a bitter spirit come up within us that we here here again that we want to look down, Amen, on some because we got we got we got a few over here. Tying bombs around yourself, blowing up people—that's that's bad. That's terrible. Amen. And and uh, I, I'm not for that. But just because I know, and I got it, and, and I got embedded in my mind. You know, I mean, when I close when I close my eyes, I can, I can still see those uh, those twin towers uh, coming down, and everything that has happened uh, when uh, when I close my eyes. I see uh, all, uh, I see all of those Christian men in those armed suits that they had in uh, last year uh, kneeling down there uh, on that beach over there where they decapitated them all. Should that, those images influence us and when somebody comes to us who's a Muslim uh, and, uh, and seeking help and seeking to understand right. truth, should that cause us to want to stand off from them and says, no, I can't give you that time. No. You see, that's not what the Lord is all about. That's not what the gospel is all about. That's not what grace is all about. Hallelujah. Amen. And so what we have got to do is, is we got to focus, amen, our attention on the Lord, that he is king. He is Lord of all. Amen. He sits on the throne. And we do not we do not look at ourselves to try to build ourselves up. Amen. In any kind of prideful acts, amen. But we give all the glory unto God. Amen. Because he controls it all. Amen. 
He controls it all. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. And, and whatever we do for God. Amen. Uh, be it, even in the prayer, like the scripture I read, he said, but you, when you pray, go into your rooms, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in um, uh, in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret shall reward you openly. I remember reading uh, a book on uh, Jewish life in the times of Jesus, and uh, this writer who studied uh, a bunch of history and uh, Here in Matthew in the sixth chapter, amen, that we do not do whatever that is through prayer or giving of alms or whatever charitable thing that we do, that we give it unto God, amen, and not unto man. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, and here, here's a one more, more final point that I want to talk about. The things that we are uh, that we are talking about today, not only will these good works and all these things will not save us, amen, but we will not be rewarded or recognized by God if our true motives are just to be in the spotlight and gain recognition from others. You, you know, that's what a lot of people's sole motive is, amen, is to gain recognition for somebody else. Amen. I want to give all the glory today to the Lord. I want uh, to give what little I have, amen, unto him, amen. And I want to shine that spotlight upon Jesus Christ and let him have that because he's the one who deserves it, amen. It was he that bled. It was he that died, amen, upon that cross. It was he the one, amen, that had the stripes, amen, placed upon his back, Amen, which was for our healing. Hallelujah. And that, amen, is what we are trying to talk about and deal with this morning. Hallelujah.